Motlick and Associates presents WSB in-depth. Campaign 2024 this morning. Kyle Condix, a political scientist based at the University of Virginia. She is far behind in the polls before her home state primary Saturday, but Nikki Haley insisting she will not leave the race, whatever. Any candidate who is actively running will go to great lengths to uh, argue and say that they're going to keep running um, you know, going forward here, because we do have a bunch of contests coming up uh, on Super Tuesday in, in, in a couple of weeks. And March is actually a very heavy primary state. Georgia is one of those primaries on uh, on March 12th, but a bunch of contests on Super Tuesday uh, and then a bunch on March 19th as well. And the thing is, is that you can be, you know, you could be saying yes, 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 yes. And then in a certain day, yes turns into no. And you decide you're not running any anymore. But for the time being, if you're running, you can't, you know, you, you can't sort of indicate maybe you're going to drop out because then whatever chance you have, which is tiny anyway for Haley, goes away because you 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 start to you know acknowledge the inevitable. What do you think is her future in the Republican Party? It is Donald Trump's party by every account, and she has really rocked the boat here and won't stop rocking. I mean, I think the longer she goes on, the more she potentially puts her future in the party in peril. But parties do come together pretty often. It's it's also um, been very common for Trump critics to turn around and endorse him in his presidential run. So, um, you know, the, 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 the bottom line here, though, is that you know, Haley is headed apparently for a pretty big loss in her home state. And that usually is uh, is an indicator that a presidential candidate doesn't have, um, you know, much of a runway. Georgia is accustomed at this point to being the center of the political universe, right? But it looks like by the time we get around to our primary, it's barely going to matter. Game out the next month or so. Yeah, look, you, you've got, you know, you've got South Carolina coming up on Saturday on the Republican side. You have the um, Michigan primary on uh, uh, coming up that following Tuesday, although the Republicans are using kind of a hybrid caucus primary process to award their um, their 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 delegates. And then a week after that, you've got Super Tuesday. You know, you've got states like California and Texas, a bunch of other southern states voting. Um, you know, Georgia comes a week after. And then you've got kind of Super Tuesday part two on March 19th, where you've got not as many contests, but you've got a lot of big states like Ohio, uh, Illinois, and Florida voting that those days. Unless something changes here, um, you know, Donald Trump and Joe Biden are going to be close to, if not exceeding the, the number they need to, you know, have a majority of the delegates and become, a fa- you know, the presumptive nominees of their parties. And there's a chance for this primary season to set some, to, to create some history. Um, since the, the start of the modern presidential nominating process, which dates back to the, dates back to the 70s, um, you've never had an election season where both eventual major party nominees won every single primary contest and, and caucus and whatnot. And that is a live possibility for both Biden and Trump um, as we move along. All right. Thank you. University of Virginia political scientist Kyle Kondik this morning.